Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Here of the Steelers Blitz bonus hour, our last day down here on the south side for the foreseeable future. Since, you know, training camp ain't going to be down here. It's not going to be at Heinz Field. It's going to be out in Latrobe. So could be a little while before we are back here broadcasting uh, in Mr. Rooney's backyard. But, of course, we'll take you until 1 o'clock, and then you have three hours of SNR Drive with Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson as well. So live coverage here until 4 p.m. on the final day of minicamp. 2022 final day of phase three of the offseason OTAs in the books done and dusted as will be minicamp uh, after practice today which has just begun in front of us here in Mr. Rooney's backyard Wesley Euler Arthur Motes it is the Steelers Blitz on SNR wrapping up the conversation that we've been having here uh, in the last hour of the show into the final hour of the program here are top five I Steelers. I stand you for saying it like you that. Me. You're doing it intentionally now. It's just program, program, program. I'm like, bro, stuff it, stuff it, stuff I'm it. Just trying to, I'm, stuff just, it. I'm just trying to sound like Dabo. Stuff it. I'm over here. A program. Breathe. We're not going to react. We're not going to react. Program. You know the program. I'm a little program. Hey, you know, you talk to Nick Saban about Alabama. It's a good, aye, it's good, aye, good program. Here you go. You talk to Jimbo Fisher down at Texas aye, A&M. Aye. Ah, they're running. Aye, we're running aye, a clean aye, program. We aye, ain't we ain't aye, breaking aye, the NIL aye. rules. We're running a clean aye, program. Why yada? <laughs> Here on this program called the Steelers Blitz, <laughs> our top five Steelers why? with the most approved. Why? I know you love it. All right, why? Hey, Mr. 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 Why? Mr. VA why? over there. All right, I know you from the South. Why? All right, you from the South. <laughs> Do they, You know, maybe that's a deep South. That's, that's got to be like deep, deep South, bro. Bro. You don't think you think you don't think Kirby Smart says program when he's program. talking about Georgia? You know the program? Come on, that's program. Who's the head coach of Florida now? Oh, it's um oh no, they I'm drawing a blank on his name, bro. I can see his face and everything. Florida Gators. I can football. see his face right now and everything. I oh my goodness. Uh Billy Napier. Yeah. That was a sad knew I could see his face. You don't think you don't think he says program? He definitely says program. They all say program. We've been given our top five here, Steelers, with the most approved. In this program. In this program. I can't stand it. In the 2022 season, we I have. Now, it's going to be stuck in my head while I'm driving home today. Good. No, it's not good. This is unacceptable. You'll be, you'll be thinking no, about me till I see I you at the golf outing on Monday, think, baby. I don't want to think about program. I don't want to think about that all weekend. I don't. Listen, I think our about, buddy man. Alan Saunders Jeez. is walking past us right now. He knows it's a program. All program. right? It's not program. the program. It's a program. Program. All right? Uh, Top five Steelers with the most to prove in the 2022 season. We've been working our way through this, given our own list. We are down to number one. Uh Uh-oh. 
A reminder, Motsi, he went 5A and 5B with Levi and Akello. Mitch Trubisky, number four. Chooks Akor, four, number three. And Deontay Johnson. Bro, shout out to your memory. Did you remember our list after? Wait, wrote, this is over three segments now? I wrote it down. Oh, I was about to say. It's I no year you know, over three my segments, bro. I'm like, bro, how the heck? It's my memory. I'm like, yeah, this is three se- This This literally been over three segments, bro. It has. I'm pretty good. Mine's like a steel trap. Sheesh. I went Dotson 5. You're Edmonds. the gifted and talented program, bro. Edmonds <laughs> program. Edmonds 4. I can't stand Jukes 3. <laughs> and then I did the 2A and 2B with Claypool and with Deontay. That leaves the number one slot for both of us. I have a feeling we're going to have the same answer here. But Arthur Motes, let's say you, number one Pittsburgh Steeler with the most approved can, can we play, of the 2022 can we, can season. We, can we do it like I declare war style where we like count down to three and then just do it at the same time? Okay. I want to see who you have. I don't know who you have. I want to see though if we're on the same page. We're going to say our name at the same time. Okay, ready? I'll still go after that. But right. You can, you can yeah, explain I'll, I'll your explain piece about. first. I just want to see if we're on the same page. Got here, it. All right? Okay, ready? Three, two, two one. Devin, Devin Bush. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bet. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yep. We're good. Same. All right. All right. Show me your work. All right. Show me your work okay. now, Professor Motes. All right. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, it's, we've gotten a few that tweets on this. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty much everybody's number one at this point. That is hilarious. But show, show me your work there, <laughs> Professor Motes. So, for me, the reason why Devin Bush is number one on my list is because this is a make-or-break season for him. This is contract year for him. He does not have the luxury of Deontay Johnson having the franchise tag available to him. The Steelers have already declined his fifth-year option, so that means that, hey, this is either his last go-around here or he will be, you know, um, either they're going to re-sign him or he's going to have to hit the market. Yep. So with that being the case, there is a certain level of expectations that come with that. He's been very inconsistent in his play since we've taken him at the 10th overall uh, selection when he was drafted. And the further it goes along in this process, the more it goes back to that theme that we were talking about earlier with the potential. It's like, man, potential can be a dirty word at times. Potential can get you in trouble at times if you keep waiting on it. You You can only talk about potential for so long. Yeah, and I think that he is the poster child for that right now based on what he's done throughout his career here. And I understand there is context. There's variables associated with his performance. Yes. His lack of productivity. And is very. To be fair, we've laid those out no, here on this program in the past. Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna have fisticuffs. We're gonna have fisticuffs. Program, 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 program. This is our program here. Program. I can't stand you. But anywho, with that being the case though, man, yes, he does have a lot that he's gonna need to prove, man. Not just on the field, but I think also from a maturity standpoint, man. Yeah. That that has been coming into question on point. multiple occasions throughout his career here as well, where you're just asking yourself, man, what, what were you thinking when you made this comment and when you took this action right here? Just, you know, want to see him growing up and developing. And I think that he's a, a prime candidate for that. I think that the Steelers have done a good job in bringing him talent. You brought in Miles Jack. That's a proven veteran that can help you. Mm-hmm. You bring in Brian Flores. That's a guy that's a, a former head coach that should still be a head coach right now. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to help you in some capacity. So with that being the case, you have the talent. You have Cam Hayward. You have all these other quality players, star players around you. But now it's on you to develop. It's on you to be that guy. It's on you to take that step and prove that you cannot just be a starting linebacker in this league, but you can live up to that 10th overall selection that we you know, invested in you. A couple of years ago. So that's why I have him as number one on my list. But now it's your turn to show your work, Mr. Copycat. 
All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to copy your work, but I'll just change it up a little bit so it doesn't. Just change like one or two words. So the teacher doesn't notice. Put, put an intentional error in there as well. Leave that comma off and put a period there when it should have been a comma in the period over the other one. You know, or do like, it like that. Use the use a different adjective yes. or, or something yes, there. Yes, please. Yeah, it's, it, listen, it's it's got to be Devin Bush. I think everybody knew that it was building to this point in this this you know topic that we've discussed here this afternoon on this program. Um <laughs> Are you, I'm looking through the tweets that we've gotten here, too, and I think every single one has, has Devin Bush as number one as well. There's there's rhyme and reason there. Every, everyone knows. Look, when, when you're a guy that is not only drafted in the first round but drafted in the top ten of the first round, when the team moves up double-digit spots to go and nab you, when you are the Pittsburgh Steelers' first top ten pick on defense since Rod Woodson, Back in 1987, before Motsi and I were even born, for crying out loud. Wait a second. Quick math. Oh, you were born in 87, weren't you? No, I was 88. Not. Okay, there we go. So yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we're, I was, we're good. I was correct on that one. You, you always try, why are you always trying to age me and try my age, bro? I always feel like you got something like against me being older than you, man. Is that what's going on here, man? You got something against 34-year-olds? What? We're not cool? Specifically. We, we can't come to the cookout? We can't come to the party? Specifically 34-year-olds. Huh? What's up with 34-year-olds? Really, a few have, months have, from now, have, you'll I, be all right. I, I grow a single gray hair, and now all of a sudden I'm an old guy. Now you can't hang out with me. Now we're not friends. It was just one. It was one gray hair, and I cut it off. It's gone now. You see this? So you have no, you have no, you have no, you have no gray hair and you have no eyelids. Jeez. I mean, that's that's an impressive on, combination. Yeah. You, cut, you cut those eyelids off. What? 2014, back in 2014, 2014. For, for Mike it Tomlin. didn't take long. Yeah. yeah. He said, if you want to play him, be a good player. You can't have eyelids. I said, all right, well, sign me up. Let's do it. Yeah. All those reasons, and you know what? Too like part of this, I think, as well. Too. That's just that's just Pittsburgh, man. Steelers fans love defense particularly the linebacker position because we've been so spoiled there over the years. So all those things combine for a lot of expectations for yeah, that guy. Very true. In his rookie year, we thought he started to show it. He had his moments. At the start of his second year, there were times where he we thought he was starting to show it, but then obviously has the, the big knee injury against the Browns. Um, and then last season, which was just a whirlwind and, and not really much going his way and him really being you know uh, put – under the spotlight by this by this fan base and a lot of people you know who, who do what you and I do for a living this is the year for Devin Bush all those cliches apply you know sing for your supper all those different things and as you as you correctly said there were some there were some outliers for Devin Bush last season right I mean he, he was th th when the season started he was eight months away from from that ACL surgery which you know is time but we can go back and forth on all day if it was enough time, if Correct. we should expect him to be fully 100%, how that relates to the mental aspect of him trusting that knee once again, all those different things. We could talk about how, you know, Joe Schobert um, didn't join until well into the process. He had to hop on a moving train. Those guys were trying to figure that thing out as opposed to he'll have all these different phases of the offseason to work with Miles Jack. We could talk about the addition of Brian Flores, uh, some of the absences of Jerry O last right. season as well, too. We could talk about how he likes to eat tacos on Wednesdays and not Taco Tuesday. We could talk about a lot of this stuff. All we could talk about a lot of this stuff. We could talk a lot about how he had a beat-up defensive Come line on, in front of him last year that didn't help as well, too. But you know yeah. what? It's how a, his right shoestring was a little bit longer than the left shoestring. Man. New season this year, and you've got to control what you can control, and a lot of those uh, dominoes have fallen to what should be a much more favorable situation this season for Devin Bush. Because of all those things combined, and you consider his contract situation as well too, obviously, I think he's the clear-cut number one. 
That makes sense. That would make sense why we would have the same list. Or not the same list, but have the similar people one. at number one, man. That would make a lot of sense yeah, right there, man. 100%. So you want to see what some of the people had to say. Yeah, let's check them out. On, on this one here. Um, Ryan tweets us and says, most approved. Number five, Deontay Johnson. Number four, Kendrick Green. Ooh. That's an interesting one. KG, he, okay. He's, he's certainly in this conversation, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the Steelers went shopping at the interior of that offensive line. Now yes, all of a sudden, did. you know, a guy who who was a starter last year is is uh, is working for his role out here, certainly. Number four, or sorry, uh, five, Deontay Johnson, four, Kendrick Green. Number three, Anthony McFarland. Mm, okay, okay. another one that we haven't talked about, you know, in terms of his long-term future with the organization yeah. and the National Football League as well. Number two, Presley Harvin the third. Dude, I forgot he did struggle down one. the stretch last That's year. A good one. Yeah, he absolutely did. And he was another one who had some some other things going no, on. No, without a doubt. I mean, you know, yeah, lost his father there and uh, grandmother. What within the yep. month I think after within that, a couple man, weeks yeah. of each other. Yeah. I mean, definitely tough. And like I said, as a rookie, a, draft, a, a drafted specialist, so you know his expectations coming with that. Always yeah. expectations when you're drafted as a kicker, as a punter, particularly when and you're highly one who, decorated who as won, well. the, won the Ray yeah. Guy Award coming out of college. Yeah, uh, and then number one for Ryan Devin Bush. Uh, Nick tweets us, number five, Akella Weatherspoon. Number four, Tyson Alualu says Steelers desperately need him to return to his former self. Coming back from the injury. Yep, yeah. number three, Mitch Trubisky. Number two, Chase Claypool. Number one, Devin Bush. I'm telling you, but, uh, Devin, Devin is number one on all these lists. Uh, and Francis tweets us here, Motsi, says number five, Mitch Trubisky. Number four, the entire O-line mm. to steal a West move, he says. Number three. <laughs> the, entire, the entirety of that O-line. Number three, Edmonds. Number two, Dotson. So he puts Dotson on there twice. I mean, that's, pr- that's pressure. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's pressure right there. He said, yeah, I need you know, the whole twice. group, but then I need you specifically. He's though. on there twice. Right. I, know, I know y'all are part well, of the group, but you, you, you too. All right. And then he followed up and said, you know what, I'll replace Kevin Dotson with Deontay Johnson at number two. There we go. And then Devin Bush, number one. Okay. So so there you go. I mean, a lot of those names, pretty similar. Ryan had some different ones there. It uh, does a good job in bringing up Presley Harvin and Kendrick Green and some of those other guys. But when you look across the board, Dotson shows up on most of those lists. Yeah. Trubisky shows up on most of those lists. Devin Bush at number one on everybody's list. Mm-hmm. That's that's not very surprising, at least to me. It's not surprising to me as well. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's par for the course right now. I mean, those guys have the most to prove. They do need to be consistent. They do have question marks around them. And, I mean, it's not a – I mean, I don't want to say it's not a bad thing because it is, but players deal with stuff. Players have ups and downs throughout their career. Nobody has this, like, perfect linear every game, every week, every year. It's always greatness. It's always good. Like, every player is going to go through a phase where they're going to have more to prove. Every player is going to go through a time where – you're viewed and it's question marks surrounding you. Sure. And that just is what's the most pressing for these guys that we named or what the fans are naming. But it's not necessarily an end-all, be-all. And that's the part that it's like, understand that. It's taken in context. You know, it's not the end of the world. These guys have this to prove. And some of them have it's a it's a positive that they have something to prove. When we talk about like uh, Akello and Levi, that's a positive. Yeah, yeah. And we and I think that's we're, a good thing. Like we're optimistic right, in, that, right. in that regard. So it's like just understand like it's multiple ways to look Edmonds at it. Edmonds as well too. You yeah, know? absolutely, man. There's multiple ways to look at that thing, man. No, that's that is uh, that is absolutely correct. Annie tweets us here and says, "Hey now, it pains me to have to go against my fellow WVU grad Wes, but get with the program." <gasps> He says, this is what happens when we have to switch to the Big 12 and you play against non-regional programs. Program. It causes some damage. Program. Ain't you right about that. 
I don't care about conferences or realignments. All right, I just want to play some teams that aren't 800 miles away. No, man. You said we still was a winner for the Big 12, man. Come on, bro. I just want to. I just want to play Pitt and Syracuse and Virginia Tech and Virginia. And, and, and as long as the Big 12 wins the Cincinnati, natty, right? oh, we need we need Big 12 championships. Come on, nah. man. We need the natty from the Big 12, man. Nah. Do it for the conference. No, because that means it's going to be Oklahoma or Texas or Do Baylor. Do it for the conference. You know me. I'm Oklahoma. not Oklahoma. I'm, I'm not part- Oklahoma. They're still there for now. Oklahoma for now. Y'all trying to claim? Oh, man, if Oklahoma win the natty, you can't claim that. No, I'm the opposite. I oh, don't want any Big I'm 12 saying, teams. I'm just saying. I don't want any Big 12 teams. Saying, I don't like either, any of but them. But either way, though, I'm like, man, Big 12 cannot claim that if they win it right now. No, no, no. No, they sure can. No, they can't, man. Yeah, yeah. He's already out. They're gone. <laughs> We're going to get to a break here. We'll talk to our buddy Brian Backo on the other side, and then we'll close this thing down with all of your tweets. We've gotten a lot today. We'll do our best to get to all of them. Uh, you know where to get at us to get involved if you want to chime in on the show. Thanks to everybody that's done so. Uh, thus far? Thus far. <laughs> We're going to take a break here. Two more segments to go live from minicamp. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. our ongoing coverage continues. Brian Backo around the corner. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back in Mr. Rooney's backyard here. It is our penultimate segment of the Steelers Blitz from Minicamp 2022. Six OTA practices, three minicamp sessions here. We've been fortunate to be live on location for all of them. Don't go anywhere when Motsi and I get off the air at 1 because we will hand things off to Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson for three hours of the drive. But joining us now. I mean, that's the beauty of Still Nation Radio, man. Gotta love it. We keep the content coming gotta and coming love it. and coming. It's all black and gold 24-7, cousin. Uh, joining us now, our longtime friend of the show, good friend of the show, good friend in real life. He covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Mr. Brian Backo. What's good, cousin? Feeling good, guys. It's uh, it's like the last day of school here. It is. Uh, at, at minicamp. And, and imagine if it feels that way for me, Shoot. even though I still have to work next week, imagine how it feels for these 89 players oh, who are out here yeah. to my left. Right, Motes? I mean, is that the is, exact number now? Well, yeah, because we're down one, right? We're down yeah, one. Yeah, they've got, yeah, an, yeah. they've got an open roster spot. Yeah. They're holding it for a former outside linebacker out of James Madison who, <laughs> looks, who looks like he's in top – Top Man, shape, I'm looking not, for this guy too. They're <laughs> not sure if he wants to return. We get this from our listeners all the time, I don't know but who, now I don't from know Mr. Who that guy is. They said Tom Brady came back this offseason, so <laughs> look, we're going to leave the light on look, for him. It, it, the, the, the guy you might be referring to is very washed, okay? <laughs> he, he might have one foot in the parking lot already now that we got like two segments left before we're done for the day, so I don't think y'all want his services. Y'all don't want to rely on him. <laughs> well, there's an open roster spot. That's all I know. 
Mr. Backo, a couple of things that we've been discussing on this program so far today that I would like to run past you. Uh, number one, Deontay Johnson. Okay, you know, again, another big wide receiver contract handed out yesterday in, in terms of Cooper Cup and some massive guaranteed money especially attached to that one. Motsi and I started the show kind of three options, right? Option number one is you pay Deontay Johnson now. You try and get ahead of that thing. You don't keep kicking the can down the road. Hope that, you know, you get some value on the back end there. Option two is wait and see. You know, make him sing for this supper. Make him sing for his supper this year. Maybe you have to get into a little bit of a bidding war, um, but you know, just let this thing play out for one more season. Or option three, that kind of you're already in your mind. This is going to be the last year. Then we're going to thank him for his service, and we're going to hope Claypool and Pickens and, and you know all these guys that we have brought in or still have on the roster can can take that next step forward and fill in that role. As we sit here today on Thursday, June 9th at 12.23 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where are you, you coming down on Deontay Johnson to this point? I'm at option 2.5. I'm somewhere <laughs> in between those two because – and that's how well I listen to you, Wes. I mean, I was, I was that's turning real it good. over in my mind as you went through 2. the – As you went through the numbers there. <laughs> well, because I think – uh, you know, yes, he, I, I still think he has something to prove. I'm not going to pay him now. Um, I, I know that a lot of times when it comes to position salaries and how much guys are making relative to their peers, timing is often just as crucial mm-hmm. as the actual quality mm-hmm. of your play and production. But I don't think the Steelers are an organization that has often gotten caught up in that timing aspect of it. I mean, look at Ben. I, I Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Ben was ever the highest paid QB in the league. I believe um, you are correct. So, I mean, they, they've they've approached those things fairly but also reasonably uh, when it comes to negotiating deals. And I think probably more pertinent to this current topic is um, just because just because you're there uh, right now doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get that timing boost because you're good. you got to be great. you got to be elite. Yeah. You have to be top-notch. And Kevin Colbert said you have to be special in one of his – final press conferences before the draft so that's why I'm at 2.5 because you know if if the 2022 season he puts out there is all of those uh, superlatives that I just reeled off then then you're doing yourself a disservice to simply close the door as you'd be doing in option three but I just don't foresee that happening I think that position specifically is one the Steelers have uh, been able to reload and replace so often over the years and they've already begun to build up that pipeline of guys after him. So I thought the George Pickens pick uh, in the second round signaled to me that Deontay Johnson probably won't be here beyond this year. Um, but, again, uh, if he goes out there with Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or whomever it is and lights it up, then you're, you're, you're going to have to uh, have that decision to make and uh, go back to the drawing board and decide what you really want to do there. Now, with that being the case, do you have any concerns – with the potential of George Pickens and company developing just a little bit slower than we would expect or we would hope, and Deontay having one of these seasons that we think he's capable of, or even just a replication of last season, based on the numbers that the wide receiver market is looking like, how it continues to go, it continues to get higher and higher, and now you're in the same situation a year from now trying to figure out, man, do I need to pay him 22, 23 now instead of, what could have been just 20 or what could have been just 18. Are yeah, you I get concerned what you're about yeah, you, yeah, you, you, I mean, there's always a concern somebody's going to price themselves out of town, right? I mean, that, that can happen. But, I mean, I think these I think these guys are going to have the flexibility on the cap if, if something like that happens where he's a can't-miss, no-brainer, got to keep him. So, uh, as far as the development of the rookies, yeah, that's, that's difficult to project, of course. But, you know, just using my eyes and ears, I really like what I'm seeing so far from George Pickens out here. And, 
you know, Matt Canada was talking on Tuesday uh, about how big he is, but how effortlessly he transitions his body. I'm reading between the lines and, and looking at some of the role allocation in the receiver room, and I, I kind of think he's going to he's going to get a chance in the slot as one of these big slots. I mean, you look at you just mentioned his name and the bag he got, Cooper Cup. I mean, that's his bread and butter. Is he yeah. is a big slot. He causes mismatches with Match his size, nightmare. but also yeah. his. Uh, his short area quickness mm -hmm. and, and his ability to stretch the field. So I'm not saying that's going to be George Pickens. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's we're talking about the reigning Super Bowl MVP. The but, crown winner. But Absolutely. I like what I'm seeing from him as a rookie so far, and I think it's relevant because he is a guy who di you didn't see much last season in the college football campaign with Georgia. He's coming off the injury, but it seems like he's transitioning very well from that. So. Uh, I, I like the two uh, receivers and, and what they've shown so far, Pickens and Calvin Austin. What's your confidence level in Chase Claypool having the you know the type of season that I think the trajectory we all thought he was on after that, that impressive rookie yeah, year? Yeah, I mean, he's another one, Wes. Like, I think he could be that big slot, too. I, I think, you know, they've kind of they've mentioned the idea, but they haven't really put it into practice his first two seasons. Now with somebody like Pickens coming in with a little bigger body, maybe that does give you a chance to – to tinker a little bit more because they, you know, they had that type of outside guy in James Washington, but we all know that he wasn't, um, he wasn't making the combat catches and, and stretching the field the way that we thought he would coming out of OK State. So you guys know I've I've been a big Chase Claypool guy going back you to have. before the 2020 draft. So yep. it's tough to to kind of drop those. I don't want to say biases, but the the preconceived notions that you have of guys are just long time. Uh, crushes that you have on a player and what you think he can be. So part of me still thinks that his ceiling is, is higher than Deontay Johnson if everything goes well. That doesn't mean it will, but, um, you know, if there's a guy that I'm going to pay the big bucks to, I'd want to give it to a much improved Chase Claypool if that happens. And, you know, I, I do think that he's going to be in for a big season too with, with his skill set. So, um, you know, it, it also helps that you've got another two years of him if Deontay is out of the picture, sure. uh, he, Chase can step up not only as a playmaker on the field, but I like everything I'm hearing about him as a leader off the field. Now, does the continuity and just the familiarity with Deontay Johnson, though, does that play a little bit more into why you might want to take a, uh, take advantage of him? Just knowing that, hey, we're still questioning, can Chase do these things? Can George do these things? Can Calvin do these things? Whereas we know Deontay, bare minimum, has already done Things. I don't think so because you've got a whole different slew of quarterbacks in here. I mean, mm. his chemistry and his rapport was built with the old boss. Yeah, we don't necessarily know who the new boss is going to be. Yeah, and who he's going to have that. Uh, Unless that you want to drop that info on us, I, I mean, you, you, ah. well, the only option that it would even, yeah, also, you know, you, the only option hint, that it would even know? be who, who has any sort of carryover with him is Mason Rudolph. So, I mean, we don't know who's going to have that innate. Is, is that is that your favorite right now? That, that's, that's the not, dark horse candidate. That I'm is just, not just my dark for, horse. Just uh, well, just, well, he's a dark horse, but uh, he <laughs> would not be because you know what's going to happen at the end of this, yeah. this conversation. <laughs> I mean, even yesterday, man, like I posted a, a literally a six second clip of George Pickens making a catch out here in practice on Twitter. And every response was like, who threw who it? Who threw the ball? Who I think this that? ball's a little high and off the who mark. Threw who threw it? it? So, <laughs> I, I mean, it just it, it, that's a microcosm of how yeah. this, this quarterback competition is going to be all summer once we get up to St. Vincent and the microscope that they're going to be under. But back to the uh, the question there. You know, there, there, there really is no continuity right now with the receiving core and the, and the quarterbacks. So, th that would be a good point, I think, if you had – 
a, a QB returning from last season that Deontay did that with. But I'm not saying he can't get open for anybody. He right, can. Right. It, you know, it doesn't matter sure. in that sense who's who's taking the snap. I mean, he's his ability to get off the line and uh, and be slippery and get in and out of his breaks is you know that that's independent of who the quarterback is. But in terms of the actual chemistry and the relationship that they're going to have, you know, the the continuity part of it isn't as much of a factor. Mm. Brian Backo of the Post-Gazette, our guest live here in Mr. Rooney's backyard on the final day of minicamp on SNR. One of the things that we did in the 11 o'clock hour on the show today, Mr. Backo, Motsi and I gave our top five Steelers with the most to prove in this 2022 campaign. Uh, both of us had Devin Bush as number one on our list. No, he said he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because he, he he's have a top ten pick. Which is yeah. a little funny, so, right? Hey, some people don't have anything to prove, and that's understandable, I guess. Slight journalism, like, technicality okay. thing. You know, we always – and any time you write about someone as a first-round pick or whatever – it's it's really not fair to call somebody a former first round pick, right? Like once it's you're, like the president, yeah, you're exactly. Always a, you're, you're always, always, you're a, first always a first round pick. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it does feel weird to say, you know, the first round pick, top ten pick, Devin when Bush, he's in like, his, you know, you know, fourth year, yeah. exactly. He was a top uh, ten pick, though. Yes, he and he always will be. <laughs> Steelers' so. first one on defense. Some people, Rod some people would say, <laughs> some people might say that that is the exact reason you do have a lot to prove. Yeah, but, um, but okay, good. Go is on, that, Wes. Is, is that the, is that the he's, clear? He's is that the there. clear cut answer? He is definitely up there. But he was up there this time last year. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. How many times do you get to put a guy in that category before you just say he didn't prove it? So. Potential. He has a lot of potential. Yeah. Lot of potential. I, you know what? I have Trubisky, I think, in that top five. I mean, he's never played as a yeah. Steeler, but you look at his NFL mm-hmm. trajectory yeah. to this point. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that he's out there on the practice field right now saying, hey, guys, I was the number two pick. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I mean, he things did not go well for him, well enough for him in his first stop. So. Um, I mean, he, he still has plenty to prove, and, you know, so far he's getting every opportunity to do that. That he is. He certainly is. Brian you, you, could, you could literally list 30 guys. Well, I, I would agree. <sighs> like, we both had Chooks on our list. We both had Deontay on our list. Also, we both had Devin Bush. But I also added Levi Wallace and Akella Witherspoon, being that they're both they're new money guys. They're both going to get opportunity to prove from day one that they can be the guy at corner, and at the same time, we have question marks around them because yep. we haven't seen them be the guy at either location for a 17-game span, whether it was Levi in Buffalo. We knew he had Trey Davis White. We knew he had elite play at safeties, and he was protected. With Akella Witherspoon, when he was in San Fran, he was really good, but he wasn't the main guy. But then he goes to Seattle for that opportunity, and we obviously know that didn't work out in the preseason. That's why we acquired him. So with those two guys, I'm looking at them like, man, what does that look like? How do these two guys quiet that feeling of, we, we don't have, have a number, a number one, one corner, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know that the Steelers are really too worried about that. I mean, we know they are a defense that the way they're structured and their philosophy, you know, you really don't travel with guys. Correct. I mean, I mean Joe Hayden was a number one corner per se, but he locked down his side of the field. I mean, right. he stayed over there. Uh, you, you could scheme guys away from him if you wanted. So um, <laughs> we've, we've got another Mike T shout out for <laughs> – did he say JMU, no, did he JMU, say JMU sucks? Yeah, a, a lot of GMU slander. I thought he JMU said slander. one open roster spot. Come on, bro. Let's <laughs> Not go. at all. Yeah. No, don't you start that rumor. Um, but no. <laughs> speaking of outside linebackers, though, here's another guy who I think has a lot to prove is Alex Highsmith. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Does. Um, That's a good one. And I guess he said the other day in the locker room, I wasn't there for it, but saw some headlines that he, you know, he wants double-digit sacks. So, I mean, what NFL pass rusher doesn't? But And I think he's capable of it, honestly. Yeah, I, he, he's another guy that – Six it, you, last year. You see yeah, him out here in this setting. You see him out here in these practice settings, and he always looks the part. It's just a matter of going and uh, you know converting that on game days. And you know, I think uh, 
I don't know if it was Carl Dunbar or maybe Terrell, maybe it was Terrell Austin yesterday who said he's not surprised to hear Alex Highsmith expressing that he wants double-digit sacks because he thought he left a few out there last year. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I mean, he has, yeah, he definitely has some misses he out there. Did. Yeah. So that's what I mean. You you got to you know take all of the uh, physical ability and and butts. One, the one thing I remember about Keith Butler always talked up Alex Highsmith's football IQ mm-hmm. and uh, and his acumen for the game. So you've got to take all of those in. Uh, tangible and intangible qualities yeah. and, and translate them to the field. So I think he's somebody else going into year three. That's when more is expected of you, uh, especially opposite T.J. Watt now where, uh, you know, the focus and the attention paid to him by opposing offenses is only going to increase. Mm. Well said. Uh, one last guy that I wanted to talk to you about in, in this regard. Um, you know, we base – I mean – Pretty much straight up, they told us here on SNR during OTAs. James Who's they? Da- James Daniels sat Who's down with us. Who's they? They. Who? They. Put a name on it. James Daniels sat down with us and straight up told us, I'm going to be I'm right guard. I'm, I'm playing right guard. That's where I'm yeah. going to be. Mason Cole sat down with us, and not as bluntly, but basically said, center. That's where I'm going to be. So if we're just doing basic math off of what we've been told here, feels like Kevin Dotson, Kendrick Green, two dogs, one bone at the left guard position. Is that fair? KD versus KG. Yeah, I think Ooh, that's fair. You know, you, I like it. You've got a fourth-rounder versus a third-rounder. The fourth-rounder has an extra year of experience. In this case, I do think that Kendrick Green is full speed ahead at guard. <coughs> Excuse me. I know that there's been talk of cross-training guys and getting people comfortable with different positions, but I kind of think that the, the door is closed on Kendrick Green at center. There could be an injury. You never know. What's going to happen? Right. you you got to have depth and have guys ready, and he did all of that last season. But Keep, keep hope alive? You, you keep hope alive, but, <laughs> you know, just reading between the lines. I mean, every time uh, Ben Roethlisberger has had a chance to talk uh, about Kendrick Green as a player, he said that he thinks he'd be guard, better at guard, guard than center. Guard. So yep. uh, I think the Steelers saw that too last season. And, I mean, you can spin that one of two ways. You know, if, if you're Kendrick Green, you know, hey, you, you failed at your, at your first job. But, it, you know, the, the opposite side of that, the sunnier side, I've got a chance now to go cement myself at another position, and yeah. it's wide open for me to come in there and take it. Well, Mr. Batco, I believe it's about that time of the oh, show. Oh, here we go. What am I, it's predicting about, it's the about first that, preseason it's, game? It's about What's that time. It's about that time. So, with that being said, uh, we're wrapping up minicamp. Yeah. Three official minicamp practices, mandatory practices. I was here every day. 89 participants, according to your math. Yes. He counted them all. What's that quarterback depth chart looking like, baby? I need that update from you. Talk well, to me here. Do you, How we feeling? Do you want, like, the – I want the now and I want the projection. The now is easy. Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, Chris Oladokun. But to me, I, I think when, when the reps really matter mm. more, matter significantly, mm-hmm. I think eight is higher than two. Ooh. But, ten, but ten still. But, but ten is but still ten higher is, than both. <laughs> can you? Can, well, <laughs> eight plus two is ten. Yeah. So it's, eight plus two is greater than or equal to ten. Is what you're telling me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Five here? is less than all of them. Oh, though, okay, okay. So, uh, I love this math class yeah. that we got going right now, man. This we're is, this we're reinventing <laughs> arithmetic here. Yeah, the two uh, the two public school graduates there of Shaler and Mars trying to do math here. <laughs> I don't know go. about that one. Brian Bacco of the Post-Gazette. All right, what you working on? What you got going before we let you go? Plug it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm probably going to have a story coming up here soon on something we talked about earlier today, the slot receiver position. It's, it's not really a position battle because you can have many different faces and many different types of players uh, in, in that role. But it's a big one with Juju and Ray Ray McLeod uh, gone now. So, 
keep an eye out for that. Um, you know, we'll see what Mike T has to say to wrap up today's proceedings. And I don't know. We'll find something to we'll write find about. Find something to write about. And, and it's always camp. something. It's always chat, content chat, out there. My chats and mailbags at post-gazette.com. I'm always happy to engage with there the readers. Go. There we go. There you go. Make sure you're showing Brian Backo some love as he's kind enough to give us uh, a few minutes of his time here just about every single week on the show, buddy. Appreciate you as always. It was good seeing you again. Getting the I know, band man. back together. Pleasure is all mine. It's the rare, pleasure is man. all mine. Yeah, I hope we can do it more yeah. out in uh, Unity Township. Well, you got to stop taking off days, Unity. man. That's, the, that's always the problem, man. You don't no know when to work off. in here, man. He always over here. Oh, it's lunch time. Always break time. You know what Mo's doing it's, it's right now? It's my off day right now, Mo's man. Mo's doing cap. He's doing yes, a lot of cap. And Brian Backo does not do cap. <laughs> and he has not changed his number since the seventh grade. We appreciate his time as always. One more segment to go, folks. That means we turn it over to you. Motsi and I will get to the tweets on the other side. You got them. Well, speak now or hold your peace for a little while. It's our final Blitz segment yes, live it is. from minicamp. We'll wrap up the show when we return on SNR. segment here of the Steelers Blitz, our ninth of nine shows down here at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. Six OTA programs, three this week for minicamp. This is now our final segment before we turn things over to Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson. It's been a lot of fun down here on location. We'll give all of our thank yous in just a few minutes before we get to that. Sure, all the pleasantries. We got to get to the tweets. Hey, now. Are there moats? Uh, Nick tweets us and says, do you guys think maybe some of those stories that came out about uh, Kevin Dotson being out of shape or not being ready for camp last year were in part, you know, due to his just taking a nap recovery methods? Um. I don't want to throw it on that because I think that the two are different. I don't think that those two things were – it was a correlation. Um, when you talk about a guy cardio and conditioning being into question versus a guy saying that, hey, during the season, the way that I will recover would be me just sleeping. Sleeping. Different. <laughs> you know, I, 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 can, I can see how you might hear and be like, oh, wait a minute. Now he's been slack. It's like, no, 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 no. But he it's, just maybe it's wasn't a, a doing as like, much. Yeah. Right, because what I'm referring to when we talk about how you take care of your body, I'm referring to the rest and recovery element of it, chiropractic, massages, um, seeing, you know, whoever you need to see to get your body healthy yeah. and, and physically in the right space. Not in the sense of, hey, man, are you lifting weights and are you running and doing training? That is a different conversation in terms of the context that we were referring to we were uh, talking about some of that stuff in terms of his recovery. So I don't think that there was a correlation there. And hopefully we don't have to see any more of the, you know, physical conditioning stuff come up ever again as it pertains to him. Lieutenant Dan tweets us. What'd it do? We got can, you, can you say the whole lieutenant? I don't like just Lieutenant, lieutenant Dan. Dan. No, no, no. What's the rest of his name, please? Ice cream. What's the, what's the rest of his name? Lieutenant Dan's legs. Thank you. Include the lakes. A lot of uh, we got a lot of tweets here in uh, regards to our conversation in the first hour of the show about Deontay Johnson. Would you pay him? Wouldn't you pay him? Yeah. Would you wait and and see one more year? Lieutenant Dan says, "You ain't got to sign him, Lieutenant Dan." He says, "Wait and see how he does this year. Claypool and Pickens could prove to be the guys." I, they very well could, man. I think that that's uh, I think that's very reasonable. Uh, California Steelers fan tweets mm. us. Is this a Sounds kind of new to me. Well, if not, anyways, welcome to the party, pal. Uh, says, I'm a huge Deontay Johnson fan. If I'm the GM, I would still take care of Minka first and foremost. That is more of a need, in my opinion, than Deontay. If at that time we can work out the cap and get Deontay signed, great. If not, I'll let it play out. Um, 
but I'd rely on the money that's left after Minka Fitzpatrick. I think that's that's smart. You know, if you're if you're making priorities in this thing, you can say, hey, yeah, you know, I I would like to pay Deontay, but I would get Minka taken care of first. Yeah. I think that's a that's a good thought process. That's a good angle at, at that there. Well, yeah, because I mean, not just uh, Minka that you got to pay this offseason. We talked about Deontay's looking to get paid, but I'm sure uh, I think Danny Smith uh, talked about it as well. But Chris Boswell, he's mm-hmm. another guy that they're going to be taking mm-hmm. care of in due time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's multiple people that they're going to be looking to. Uh, Wrap up. Yes. You know? Looking to put a ring on it, if, hey now. if you will. Uh, Ryan tweets us and says, uh, love Deontay, but right now with some inconsistencies, make him earn it one more year and see what happens. Then you'll know uh, by then what you have in Austin and, and, and Pickens as well. You know, it's a crazy cutthroat business, and it feels like, you know, he is not necessarily one of those irreplaceable guys at this mm. point. I think that's that's fair. You know, we mentioned Antonio Brown and, and T.J. Watt and some of these guys where it was clear-cut no-brainers. Um, they just, were irresistible. That's just not quite the case here. Yeah. Simply irresistible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jason tweets us and says, uh, as far as Deontay Johnson is concerned, I would definitely take the wait-and-see approach. If he's worth it after this year, uh, it doesn't matter what you have to pay him. I don't know if it doesn't matter, but it it, it, will, it, it matters. I think I think it will be it will be very clear. Um, you know, if he's worth it after this year, if he's able to have success, new quarterback, new system, lots of uh, people competing for those snaps at the at the wide receiver positions and roles there. I, I think you're going to know. You know what they say, Arthur. Mose. What they say? Pressure makes diamonds, right? Yeah. Well, there's some pressure on Deontay Johnson this year if he if he doesn't get that contract before the season starts. Uh, Devin tweets us here and says, uh, in regards to Deontay Johnson, I would wait and see for two reasons. Number one, because the front office has proven to be able to find good receivers in the past. Plus, there's no point in paying him a big quarterback con- or a big contract if we still don't have clarity on our quarterback situation. Now, that's an interesting angle from from the human flamethrower Devin in Denver there, Motsi, because we've kind of discussed it as to, hey, maybe if you have the money, you'd be willing to overpay Deontay right. a little bit if it helps your young quarterback. But Devin's looking at it the other way and saying, if we're not going to have a quarterback, if we're still going to be searching for, for the next you know, franchise guy, why are we going to pay, guy why are we gonna yeah. pay a wide receiver big money if it's not going to matter if we don't have the yeah. quarterback? Interesting. Interesting. I can, I can see that side That's of it, too. That's fair perspective. Absolutely yeah. That's fair perspective. Yeah, I can see that side of it, too. Uh, Rod tweets us here and says, in regards to paying Deontay, I say wait. Because I want to see the hype behind. I want to see if the hype behind Pickens is real. I also want to see Claypool bounce back this season. I would hate to lose Deontay Johnson, but the future feels like it's bright in the wide receiver room. I think that's well said. Yeah, all of us in theory, right? I mean, we don't want to lose Deontay Johnson, right? And that's the thing. Like, that we, we we're just want to saying be clear. that we don't want to pay him twenty. We want to be clear on that here as well, <laughs> right. too. Yeah, it's, it's like we want him. We just don't want to pay him that much money, but we do want him, though. I mean, I liked Mike Wallace when he was here. I just didn't like him as much as I liked Antonio Brown and Fair at, that, enough. at that salary cap figure. Fair right? enough. Um, Thrash tweets us. Thrash. Fresh fresh off the set of that uh, Disney movie high school campus that he was on yesterday. Mm-mm-mm. I think you have to pay Deontay because you know what you have in Deontay. You can't hedge your bets on the field uh, around him when all the other guys have been inconsistent or are still unproven rookies at this level. You guys laid it out yourself, too. Uh, he's getting better and better, and you've seen the progress. He is. They bring up good points. I'm not are, against it. You guys are making good points. I'm here. not against it, but it's just we talk about twenty. Twenty a lot. 
Twenty's a lot of a lot. Twenty's a lot of a lot. That's a that's, lot of a lot of a lot, man. That's some that's some skrilla. And like you said, for something that's still gonna have some question marks. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. Zach tweets us and says, "That's it. If Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes are off on Monday, I'm gonna do what Motes said and choose once. I'm taking off Monday as Boom. well. Choose once." <laughs> Everybody choose take everybody once. take off Monday and go golfing like Motsi and I are. Just choose once, baby. That's all. How about that? That's Wall- what I'm going to do. Wallace tweets us and says, Wes, you have lots of pals out here in Steeler Nation who would help you with the heavy lifting with your Come move. Come on, man. This is what we do. <laughs> oh, you know what? I should. I should. You know what? I wonder if I could get some Arthur Motes signed memorabilia. Oh. And I could, I, could, I could use that as hey, a, hey, you come help me move in, and I'll give you some Motsies. Because nobody, I mean, what do you want, a Wesley Euler signed microphone? I mean, get out of here. Come on, Mr. Mantooth. Yes, we do. Mr. Mantooth. Wes Mantooth. All right. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. How oh, dare you? I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> Rod Dalla tweets us and wants to know if, uh, if we have checked out Miss Marvel yet. I have not. No, I'm, I'm so I'm not. so behind. I'm watching Obi One right now, and that's really about it. Yeah, but I have not checked it out just yet, man. You a Stranger Things guy? Uh, I am not. No, like mm. never watched any of it. Correct. Period. Okay, never. Uh-huh. Okay. You? I, I I have. Yeah. Um, you like Stranger Things, huh? I do like Stranger Things. Yeah, I I loved the first season. I thought the second and third were okay, and then I think they're really on to something here in the fourth. Um, my uh, my middle girl, she likes it. That's that's one yeah. of those shows. It's rare. I don't know if you and wifey are like this, but but Morgan and I, there's only so much that we enjoy watching together. Oh, right, because she like my my Marvel okay. and Star my Marvel and Star Wars shows. Yeah, she doesn't care. She doesn't care she about any of that. Right. Um, like we watch Breaking Bad together. We watch okay. Game of Thrones together. You yeah. know. Um, but my my wife really likes Stranger Things, and so that's you know I always like it when we find a show that we're both into together. Nah, that's dope right there. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm happy for you guys having we, a show together. We do have some different taste when it comes to the televisions. Yeah, me and wifey, man, we just kind of like, yeah, we just vibe with we whatever. We just vibe. It's like yeah, this is what we're gonna watch. Like all right, she'll have some shows that she recommends, mm-hmm. and even if I'm not. Like, if it's not necessarily a genre that I'm big on, I'll still be like, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. And then vice versa, like, I might have a so show that's a little bit more. You're a nicer man than me. Well, no, it's, it's vice versa, though, because it's going to be shows that are, like, way more aggressive than I know she would probably want to watch. But because that she know I'm going to do the same for her, she'll do that for me. So, like, Snowfall. You think she woke up and said, I want to watch Snowfall? Nah. nah, but she enjoys it. Okay. The show, uh, let's see, for me, um, Married at First Sight. You think I woke up and said, I want to watch Married at First Sight? Nah, but I actually enjoy it now. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like certain things that we. We give and take. Do you guys do Bridgerton? Uh, no, my Otis does, though. She does. Morgan stinking loves Bridgerton. Yeah. And you know me. I've got a pension for British culture. Yeah, that's. But I can't get into I, it. I, I say that's one for me. I, 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 I pass on that one. I can't do it. Uh, last one here. Steel City Champs tweets and says, hypothetical. Mr. Motes, you're the GM. A team reaches out to you and wants to trade for Mason Rudolph right now. Would you take the offer or would you try and wait? What's the compensation? That's. The kicker, right? And and just I, I, I always challenge people or, or, or ask people to just ask themselves, if Mason is such a horrendous player and we have no use for him, we don't want him, why is another team going to give up something Or at for least this something, something worth value, right? Right. That, that just doesn't make sense to me. If I'm another team and I think he's that bad, I'm going to just wait till you cut him. Mm-hmm. If I would have a desire to acquire him because – I don't see the purpose in giving up something for him. But at the same time, if I think that he is of value, if I think that he is a good quarterback in some capacity, well, I don't want to move him right now because I have a rookie quarterback who I don't know a lot about just yet. 
I have Mitch, who we're seeing him do a lot of good things, but we still mm-hmm. don't have that type of familiarity with him. Mm-hmm. So in doomsday scenario, which we happen to have experienced over these past couple of seasons where it might be an injury, it could have, you know, as putting in different guys at quarterback, sometimes multiple different guys at yep. quarterback. Yep. It's like, man, at least let me know I have one here. Let me at least see how this plays out all together. Now, if you're talking right before tra- or right before the season starts, I think that's a different conversation. Agreed. But right now? Right now, I'm not it would, it would have to, in it, that. Not it would at all. Ha- yeah, and it would have to be a significant offer that, like, yes, you know, an offer you couldn't yes. ref- refuse, Godfather-type situation. Seriously, man. Uh, last one, too. We, we got a couple more tweets about the podcast episodes this past week and issues getting those. That's not your guys' fault. There was a, the system that we used to upload our podcast. There were some issues this past week, but we believe we've got it all ironed out. Our crack producers back at HQ uh, getting it all getting it all done for us there. So you should be good rolling forward in that regard. Thanks to everybody who's been patient with us in that department. That'll do it for Arthur Motes and I down here. A big thank you to Motsy being down here with me. All of our guests that have joined us throughout this process, uh, Chris Carter, Brian Bacco, Jenna Harner, all the different Steelers players. I don't want to name them all because I will forget some, I'm sure, uh, and everybody from Steelers PR that helps set us up with all that as well, too, and for allowing us to be down here. Big shout-out to Motsy, the best co-host in the business. Hey, now. And uh, thank you to to Jacob, to Brian, to Zach, to everybody back at HQ that's been producing. Don't forget to thank and, yourself. Uh, and helping us on air. Uh, yeah, and then to me, too, for just being awesome. Pat yourself I mean, on the back, you know, man. Right, there you right, go. Right, Two right, times. We'll right do. hand, left all hand. Right, all right, Make fine. it matter. Will do. But don't you dare go anywhere. That might do it for Motsy and I this week, but three more hours live from minicamp with Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson. It's The Drive right around the corner. Enjoy the weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Back in our normal time slots, high noon, you know where to find us, and it's always on your 24-7, home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.